Good morning, everyone. It's so good to join you online this morning. I want to encourage you to just keep one another in our prayers and to continue to stay connected and encourage one another. Keep praying because we believe that our God is able to turn this situation around. Amen. And if you're catching it up with us later on YouTube, we're so glad that you were able to join in. Why don't you subscribe to our channel and find us on social media at New Life Press Week. Um, it's going to be amazing. It'll be up there in a few moments for you. I encourage you to watch the link, share it with friends um, so that we can reach as many people as we can during this time with our message of hope. You know, we're starting a new theme this week. You know that our yearly theme is embrace. Uh, we're not going to shrink back. And this month we're looking at embrace the journey. And I, I was wondering what could I possibly share about embracing the journey over the these few moments, and I'm delighted that we as a church have not shrunk back, but are growing forward in these challenging times. But I want to read a few verses from Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 to 3. You can feel free to join us on the platform or in your Bible. I'm reading from the New Living Translation, and it says this, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. I just want to pray just before I share a few thoughts. Father God, I thank you that we can still meet together online. I thank you, God, that we can still be the church even though we can't be physically together. Father God, I pray that by your spirit you can move in our hearts to make us more like you in this time. Father God, I just pray that the words I share this morning will bring comfort, that will inspire us and encourage us to just embrace the journey that we are all on called life. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. In this time that we find ourselves living in, it's pretty incredible how life as we know it has changed in such a short space of time. And I was drawn to this verse as I was thinking about what I could share. And you know, we're all on this journey that we call life. We're all at different stages of the journey where some of us are near the start of our journey and some of us are near the end of our journey. But during this time, I feel like as I was reading these verses and praying about what I could share, I feel like God dropped into my spirit three things for us that will hopefully inspire us and encourage us through this, not only this season, but also into our future. You know, these times that we're living in won't be around forever, and I want us to try and speak into our futures, not just our right nows. You know, whatever stage you find yourself on in life, the first thing I want us to know is, I want us to remember that you are not alone. The Bible teaches us here in Hebrews that we are surrounded by such a great crowd of witnesses to the life of faith. And I want to encourage you that you are not alone. There are quite literally millions, if not billions, of people who have gone before us on this journey of life and on this journey of faith. And 
Jesus. You know, there's literally so many of them who are in heaven quite literally looking down, cheering us on right now. But even today, you know, there's so many of us who have tuned in online for church this morning. We are all in this together. And if that wasn't enough, I don't know about you, but what's been such a blessing to me over this difficult time for our world is to see how the church and our community has come together. But not only that, to see how the church and our nation has come together. But not only that, to see how the church, the capital C church across the world is coming together in unity to pray, to encourage one another, and to support our communities as best as we can. It's been so encouraging to me to see that we are not alone. We live in a tiny little part of the world called Ayrshire, and yet the capital C church is growing all across the world. We are not alone. And if that wasn't enough for us, the Bible promises both in the Old Testament and the New Testament that God will never leave us, that he will never forsake us, that he will go before us, and Jesus promised that he will be with you always until the end of the age. So you might be in here and you might be in isolation and going a little bit crazy. I want to encourage you that you are not alone. God is with you. Even when it looks like you're alone, God is with you. We've just sang a song this morning that there's another in the fire. You know, it's so true that God is with us always. But we want to encourage you that we have a church connection, and you might not be connected to this church. We encourage you to get connected here. You can find us on social media at New Life Press, we could have said. We've got this comment section that we can encourage one another after the service as well. You can also email us as a, email us sorry, at support at newlifepresswick.com just because we want to make sure that we're all connected and encouraging one another. We want to surround one another with encouragement and prayer. So please, let's continue to connect together. While we might be physically distant, we don't have to be socially distant. There are so many ways through technology that we can stay connected. Just, but I just want to remind you this morning, you are not alone. You are not alone. The second thing I note in this passage as we embrace this journey called life is that we need to remember to fix our eyes on Jesus. You know, life is full of obstacles. It's full of challenges, full of disappointments, pain, failure. But we must always remember to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus as we journey through life and through these seasons. You know, a few months ago, my sister turned um, 21 for her birthday and we went to a place, I can't even remember the name, but it was like an inflate world, I think it was called, or inflate nation, um, I'm not sure. But basically, part of it was this obstacle course. And I was running against my sister. Now, she might tell this story a little bit differently from me, but the reality is I won and she didn't. Now, she might say the reason that I won is because I grabbed her legs and tripped her up. You can believe that if you want. But the only thing that really matters is I won and she didn't. But the reason I tell you that is because at the start line, we were ready to go. And there's all these obstacles that you can see, but in the distance, you can see the finish line. And I'll be honest, when I started, my eyes were not fixed on the obstacles, but my eyes were fixed on the finish line. 
Because I knew in my head that if I look at the obstacles, then I won't know what's coming. But if I can fix my eyes upon where I'm headed to go, then I'm going to win this race. And you know, in life, I think that it's no different. It's no secret that I love to win. But for me, as a journey through life as a Christian, my finish line is to keep my eyes on Jesus and so that when I finish my race, which I hope is a long way away, I can hear God say to me, well done, good and faithful servant. And I believe that as we try to pursue this journey called life, as we embrace the stages that we find ourselves in life, we have to remember to fix our eyes upon Jesus, who's the author and finisher of our faith. He was there at the start and he'll be there at the end. You know, when life is difficult, we need to focus our eyes on Jesus. When life is great, we have to fix our eyes on Jesus. Because the reason we do all of this is always because of Jesus. It's by Jesus, through Jesus, for Jesus. It will always and forever be Jesus. And so I want to encourage you. You might be going through some situations right now that you might be going through some situations in six months because I guarantee we'll all go through situations. We'll go through challenges and obstacles whether we're near the start or the finish. I want to encourage you to fix your eyes upon Jesus. You have to fix your eyes upon Jesus and the way that we do that is by worshiping him, by reading our word, by getting connected to church, by surrounding ourselves by people who will encourage us and speak life into us and who will model this for us. I'm thankful for that I've had people in my life who are further ahead of me who modeled fixing their eyes on Jesus. Why? Because they were setting me up to win my race, my obstacle course, this life that I've been given. So I want to encourage you to remember that you are not alone. You are never, ever alone. Secondly, I want to encourage you to remember to fix your eyes upon Jesus. And that kind of ties into this third and final point that I have, which is remember to never give up. When we embrace the journey that we are on, and we, we embrace the stage that we find ourselves on the journey, we have to remind ourselves to never, ever give up. A couple of weeks ago, Pastor Jim, in our first ever online service, read a portion from the book of Lamentations, and, and it said, Yet I dare to hope. You know, the Bible is full of imperfect people, but they had a perfect God, and they had a willingness to never give up. We're on this journey called life that we have to embrace. And I dare you to hope. You know, Confucius said, it does not matter how slowly you go, as long as you do not stop. You know, we want to build a church that our community cannot do without. That's our vision for our church. And our purpose is to reach, inspire, serve, and equip. And in these times, in these challenging times that we find ourselves in, those things do not change. This is the journey that we are on as a church. And we will do this, why? Because we realize we are not alone. We are in this together. We're going to do it because we're going to fix our eyes upon Jesus. 
and we will have this determination to just never give up. And so this morning, I don't know whether you're at this stage in life, near the start, or whether you're near the finish, as you can see in a few moments, but there are going to be different obstacles that we have to overcome. They come in different shapes and sizes. Some of them are quite big. Some of them are quite small. Some of them we can see coming and other ones that we don't actually see coming that are just going to hit us and it's going to be quite painful sometimes. And there are going to come times when you're determined, you know, when it just looks too big and you can't really see Jesus and you're going to be determined to just sit and you're going to be determined to stop. But I want to encourage you this morning that never ever sit down on an obstacle and make it a place where you stay. Why? Because we have to just remember to fix our eyes upon Jesus. Keep our eyes fixed upon our finish line. And we might need to look a little bit higher. We might need to look a little bit harder. We might need to, you know, just crawl sometimes. But the reality is when we fix our eyes upon Jesus, the Bible says that we will not grow weary and we will not give up. And so if it's an awkward obstacle, it might take us a while. But we'll overcome the obstacles and we'll reach our finish line one day, which I hope for all of us is a long way away. When I trust and hope that we will hear those incredible words, well done, good and faithful servant. How are we going to do it? By keeping our eyes fixed upon Jesus and just never giving up. You know, Jesus is the perfect example of, of everyone. And I'm not Jesus. And I know most of you, you're not Jesus either. But that's okay, because the Bible is making us a little bit more like him. But when we were lost and we were broken, he came and he embraced his journey to the cross that we deserved. He took our sin, he took our pain, he took our failures, he took our fears, he took everything that was bad and he put it on himself. And he nailed it to the cross, he nailed himself to the cross. But his journey didn't end there. His journey didn't end there. You see, his journey ended with him now seated high upon the throne at the right hand of God so that we can now live in freedom, hope, and forgiveness. You see, Jesus realized that he wasn't alone, that the Father was with him always. In fact, even when he, he actually had a moment where he was disconnected from God just so that you and I could never be disconnected ever. But Jesus also fixed his eyes on the finish line. It says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame. Why? Because his finish line was you and I. We were his finish line. And he embraced this journey that he had to go on. And there came a point where he was in a garden. This is near the end of the Gospels. Where he wanted to give up. And he very much begged his father, God, surely if there's another way, let this cup pass from me. And we'll look at that in a couple of weeks' time as we look towards Easter. But, he, but Jesus had this moment where he wanted to give up. But yet he dared to hope because he said, if it can't be passed, let your will be done, God not my own. And I am so thankful for that. You know, 
because of Jesus and the journey that he embraced, you and I can step into the journey of life, the journey of faith, and the journey of hope. You know, you might be listening to this, and I hope that it's encouraged you, but you might be sitting there thinking, I don't know this, Jesus. I've never given my life to this, Jesus. Well, I want to give you an opportunity to do so right now. You know, I'm going to say a prayer that you can pray in your heart. I'll leave a gap for that. And you can step into this journey. You can refix your eyes upon Jesus. You can get this resilience to never give up. But most importantly, you can step into his forgiveness. You can step into his grace and begin a journey with him that will be the best decision you've ever made in your entire life. And so if that's you and you want to give your life to Jesus, I'm going to just pray, leave a space, and then I'll close. But dear Jesus, thank you for coming to earth, for embracing your journey, for dying on the cross for me. I give my life to you. Help me to embrace my journey. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if that was you and you prayed that prayer and you gave your life to Jesus, we would love it to hear from you. So there's an option as you're watching this live stream. You can click on the pray button and someone will message you and we would love to pray for you and just send you some resources that would really help you. If you're watching it later on YouTube, if you can send us a message to support at newlifepresswork.com or let us know on social media, we would love to connect with you and encourage you. But thank you for tuning in. We will see you next week. It's going to be an amazing week. Um, thank you for tuning in. We thank you, God. And we're just going to close with a song as we worship together. Thanks, everyone.